Log Talk Radio. It's in 119. Thanks for turning it on. I put the uh, Al in George Hallis. Way to go, Al. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We do this show live weekly on blogtalkradio.com slash Larcher and Lawrence if you're thinking about it. You can find us on iTunes if you happen to be listening to us live. If you're listening to us on iTunes... Listen to us live sometime on Block Talk Radio. Oh, it's a fun time, the live show. We're on the Android app, Player FM. We're on Stitcher for both the Android and the iPhone. And, of course, your iTunes podcast app on your iPhone. And the Apple TV, actually. We can listen to our show through our television. Really? Yeah, you could. Uh, that sounds uh, like technology I don't understand. We're in the heart of Chicago's Lakeview neighborhood. That would be Wrigleyville. As well, studio's not going to be here long. No, it's, uh, it's, I see the construction. You, you borrowed some construction vehicles from Wrigley, yeah. taken away from their project to build the new studio. Yeah, uh, about a month left. Yep. Jesus, that scoreboard they're putting in down the street, though, it's bigger than I ever thought. That yeah. Jumbotron, the new one. Whew, you have a second like thought can't. about it? I don't know. You think you could take the scoreboard that big? You could see the structure behind it. Yeah, I'm going to handle it. It'll be fine. I mean, I don't know. I, I think maybe it's just probably too much trouble, and uh, they should think about maybe getting rid of it. In the show two weeks from now, I wonder if we're going to be talking about how Chris Bryant is doing in Des Moines, Iowa, or if we'll be talking about how he's doing here at Wrigley. I think he'll still be in Iowa with the uh, Barnstormers, uh, you know, making some magic. Could be. Anyway, let's do it. Let's do a show tonight. We're going to talk about all things that you want to hear. You can give us a call at 888-787-4827. Give us a call, 888-787-4827. Join us, talk to us, ask us whatever you want. How yeah, about that? Phone lines are open. You want to uh, you want to chime in? Please chime in. Whatever, yeah. whatever sport related. Ask me anything. You know what I mean? Just uh, just lay it down. Al's got an AMA going on over here. It's, he's, he's Reddit. Yeah. You heard of those, right? An AMA? Reddit, AMA, ask oh, me anything? No. Oh, you got to check them out. Bill Murray's is great. Yeah. It's good. I know Eddie. Reddit's a thing, though, that I'm not a part of. It is. Hey, they can text us tonight, I believe. 773-559-5189 is the text number. That's 773-559-5189. Uh, text anything you want during the show. We'll, uh, there you we'll, go. We'll put it right on the air. Hey. We love you. We got a big announcement coming up during the show here tonight regarding uh, this upcoming Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. Of course, we got WrestleMania to talk about tonight, but we got a big announcement about the Larson Lawrence's show. We'll be doing that later on in this episode 119. But right now, it's going to my partner, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher, the third. Well, thank you, Clark Lawrence. It's an honor and a privilege to be doing another uh, exciting Larcher Lawrence program with you this week as we tackle the big uh, issues in the sporting event. Spring is upon us, and as so, you know what blossoms in the spring? Um, baseball at Wrigley Field is blossoming in the spring. The traffic definitely right. blossoms. But Lauren, you know, you don't need to help them out. No, definitely traffic. But you on that. I was thinking roses. When we perform a comedy, actually, you're going to have Lauren stand behind the stage and tell you what to say? If it helps, if it gets so, me a laugh. Ro- <laughs> yeah, no shit. So it's roses. 
Yeah, roses. Uh, Derek Rose, one week away from going full strength, about two oh. weeks from there. Contact. From getting back into the game, hoping to get in before the end of the season. You think this is going to happen? I don't know nothing with Derrick Rose. I don't trust him. I don't, uh, I don't uh, you know, he's, he's a burden. The man's an anchor on our uh, team. I'm pretty surprised that he has actually said that he's ready to take some contact next week, I believe. He's going full at it. Yeah. We'll see. I, you think it's a burden on the team at this point? Well, I think he's just a burden. No. no uh, yeah. I mean, he, he just gets hurt. The only burden right. is everybody talking about it all the time, which it's a bummer. The poor kid, it's, it's a bum deal, but it's not a burden. You he know, it's a burden better when he's out there. His body's a burden, okay? And it, that becomes a burden for the team that I love and cherish as a small little child uh, growing up in the suburbs, oh, watching geez. the Bears collect the, or, I'm sorry, music. those bulls. We need some collecting light those rings. music behind this as you tell your, the history of L. Archer. Yeah, man. Listening to the police scanner as uh, Chicagoans are turning over cars after championships. I mean, I miss the good old days. I bet. Now, I'd, we'll see what happens with, the, with, the, with your Chicago Bulls, Al. Yeah. Well, they, I hope things, they... Anything, anything can happen. I hope Jimmy they rebound. back. Uh, yeah, we'll see. God, they got whooped by the Detroit Pistons the other night. Not good. Hard day on the hardwood, man. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen. Uh, last Thursday night, uh, I went. Patrick and I went with our old buddy Derek over to uh, the Chicago Wolves game. It was night one of the NCAA tournaments. We were in a luxury box. When we got there, they're playing the Texas Stars. We walk into this box, and we're the only ones there. Yeah. So they're smaller out at Rosemont Horizon. And it smelled like somebody had just used the restroom in there. So it's like, I wondered if some usher or somebody, it's like, ah, oh, nobody's going to be in there tonight. Because we were a little late. Oh, that's shocking. And went in there and used the restroom. So we had to sit outside in the seats the entire time. The poop smelled that bad the whole time? That it sounds like great. a sewage they had like issue. A spray. I think it is a sewage issue. I think water sits there for too long. I mean, I'm not a sewage expert. Did you guys go in and flush it? it? Oh, yeah, we flushed it, sprayed some stuff all around. The waiter came in, he sprayed some stuff around. Uh, but we had some Jack Daniels, some pizza. It was good. Good, fun to watch the game. Not many people there. Yeah. I mean, that's the Wolves. Desperate. The Wolves aren't doing so well this year. They used to draw a lot. Well, especially back with the uh, NHL lockout, they were drawing a hell of a lot. Well, yeah. That, time. that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, had a good time. They played the Texas Stars. I walked out. I was like, Jesus, they were in the same uniforms as the Dallas Stars. They, they're their affiliate. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You saw some good hockey, though. Oh, it was all right. There weren't many fights. You always expect a, a fight at minor league hockey. You're into that? Yeah. What's that? Fighting? fighting? Hockey? They, they always have one or two. I know you're not into the fighting. Oh, league, I don't care. But they always have one or two there. That's what draws people in. That's, yeah. that's minor league hockey 101 right there. I so alcohol for baseball, fighting for hockey. Right, right? Those and are the more draws. alcohol for hockey as well. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to a Blackhawks game uh, this Friday night with Lauren's family for her birthday. Oh, this Friday? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Nice, good. Now, I, I got to be honest, my Blackhawks level of fandom, it, it starts kicking in now. The sure. playoffs are playoffs, finally yeah. going to start here, what, in another year and a half or whatever it is. It's a long season, right? Coming from a baseball family's, like I, I have been a better fan in the past than I have this year. I'm failing. So next week we might be bringing a guy on to, to tell us what's, what exactly is happening okay. in, in the league. Or maybe the following week, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Upcoming weeks, we got we got a guy going to teach us about hockey happenings. Cool. Well, I I'm, I need to do some schooling. I'm excited. I want to know what's going on in the big uh, hockey world, and uh, that sounds uh, sounds like a good deal. Yeah, it is. Well, I had the pr- uh, the privilege, the honor of uh, you know hanging out with my good friends uh, Rick Flair and Hulk Hogan Sunday. Uh oh. Went to uh to, to the fans convention show and. Rosemont. What 
What time did you arrive? What time did it all open up? Because I think it opened at like uh, ten. I got there around eleven. Got a hot dog and a bottle of water. Uh, spent uh, the money, the, the extreme BS that they charge for crap there, and oh, yeah. bought all my did tickets. You food out there? Yeah, yeah. I got a hot dog. Okay. Yeah, just like I needed something in my stomach because I right, needed to be there right, for right, hours. Right. So it's set up kind of like a like a bridal show or like a like a baseball card convention yeah, or a yeah. flea market. Everybody has a table or has a booth. All the vendors have tables with their baseball uh, cards and their their bobbleheads and their gloves. They and have their that balls too? and their yeah. There's all okay. that crap. But then there's a section of just tons of athletes ready to sign your. Stuff. Then on the back end, there's like um, you know there's a restricted area with lines and then there's tables. You know, rows of tables with right. pictures of the uh, stars, and then the, they go out there and they sit. I saw Antonio uh, Brown of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. He had a Pharrell, uh, like a Mountie hat on. Yeah. And uh, then there was uh, Peyton Manning was there. And I shit you not, Clark, he sat down, and there were sparks coming out of his neck. <laughs> so on. I don't know what was going on with that. that it's bionic neck. He he had I saw him hug Hulk Hogan. They they had a How moment. How was he walking? Didn't he didn't he play with a bad quaddy quad last year or something? Didn't be walking fine. Quaddy. Uh, he, Mike Quaddy is not playing with him. No, he's not. Hogan had a had a big matchup, or they, they had a meetup. They didn't have a match. Yeah, yeah, they had a moment, and then Ric Flair uh, was yelling at a promoter at one time, and he, and he goes, "Tony Romo wants an autograph picture with me." <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't want one with him. <laughs> he wants Woo! one. Oh yeah. So still in character, still the same Rick that you oh, saw the last time. Go in, I go in the room. Both of them are in there, and like you know, trying to figure out how to like you know, do I put my hands around them? Like the whole there's always that uncomfortable moment. I see you did. You went with the the arms kind of on the upper back. Yeah, right? yeah. Which upper now, back arms? It did, makes it look like I don't have arms. It? Did you correct? Like what are you doing there? Yeah, I definitely have hands or, on the back. So you touched their back. I touched the back. Okay, yeah, good, yeah. good. And then the size of Hulk Hogan's arms. For a 63, 63-year-old man? About as big as my that head. That is phenomenal. Yeah, man. The man is in amazing shape right now. That is a big arm. Big dude. You know, you could tell he, there's wear and tear on his body. You know, he moves a little slow, but uh, he's definitely, uh, you know, he still looks good. He was very, like, you walk in the room, and you're like, you're in the room with Hulk Hogan. He's just personal. Even though he didn't even have to say much. Just his facial expressions, like, hey, buddy. And then as I'm leaving, he goes, hey, yeah, you from Chicago, brother? And I go, yeah. He goes, all right, all right. Really? <laughs> so that was it. That was our... Right after that picture. Yeah. So then you take the picture. Right. And now you get Wait, to... Flair remembered you? No, no. <laughs> no, hell no. She said, hey, good to see you again, Rick. So now you go, and now you got to get the autograph. That's a separate deal. Rick you doesn't gotta... remember his girlfriend. No. you got to wait in line again. And now all of a sudden, Jimmy Hart's there. Oh, by the way, Jimmy Hart's in the background watching us take the photos. He's just sitting there. nobody's in his line. No one's in his line. Oh, I feel bad. So, it's cheaper, though. So. Rick Flair's autograph's a little cheaper than Hogan. I get up. I'm next in line. Rick Flair's all happy. Like the people in front of him, he's joking with them. He's all happy. I'm next in line, and all of a sudden, his wife's like, or his girlfriend's like, hey, can this lady whisper something in your ear? He's like, okay. And it's the promoter, the heavyset Greek lady. She whispers something in his ear. And he, he stops, puts his hands down on the desk, and he goes, I know how much money Hulk Hogan's getting paid to be here. I know. And she goes, how do you know? She goes, Hulk Hogan is my best friend. I know how much Hulk Hogan's making. Wow. You want me to stay, lady? Wow. You're going to have to bump up the price. That a boy. And then, I wouldn't expect anything less out of Rick And then Flair. she just keeps going. She keeps going. Just keep signing. Just keep signing. Just keep signing. He goes, no, no. I'm not going to keep signing. We're going to have a talk right now. 
And then he stands up. Oh, my God. And he goes. Great. And he cuts a promo with this lady, a real-life promo, trying to get more money out of the deal. Then he comes back. He sits down. And, like, I have the big encyclopedia of wrestlers in front of me. He just looks at it, signs it. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, I love the match between you and Savage at WrestleMania 8. And he goes, pushes the book in front of me. He goes, there you go, buddy. Wow. (laughs) That was it. That's brilliant. And then I go over to Jimmy Hart, and nobody's in Jimmy Hart's line. Jimmy Hart's all alone. I go over there, and I'm like, hey, will you sign my – you know, I paid the thing. He goes his, – his autograph was only like $30. Okay. So I go he, – he, he looks at the book, and he goes, all right, how do you want me to sign this, brother? You want me to put my name on there? You put your name on there. I'll personalize it. I'll put greatest of all time. I'll put a Hall of Fame. I'm oh, like, yeah. All right. Taking his time, ready to roll. <laughs> you got Circling it. And at this point, I haven't slept in like 12 Did he hours. want to write down every single person that he ever managed, including I think tag teams? If I would have given him the time, I think he would have been more than happy to. You sleep? You didn't sleep going into it? No, no, because I worked the night before. Yeah, no, I know it. I wanted to. So now I wait in line for Hogan, and it's it's a Peyton Manning type line. It's like a long ass line. I'm next in line. All of a sudden, Hogan starts doing like he's looking out at Andre the Giant. He starts, you know, looking up, and he starts making some faces. He starts looking at the crowd, and then he looks at his watch, and then he he looks at me, and then he stands up and he goes, "Brother, I need a break." Then he, he realizes away. how long he needs. Wow, you were the guy who broke him. I broke Hogan. So Hogan goes in the back, and in my <laughs> estimation, I think what he did is I think he went in the back room and he hulked up. I think he said his prayers, took his vitamins, and he started, you know, shaking, and he started pointing out at the line, and then he came back. And With he nobody signed. watching him. He, no, no one was watching. He came back, and then he, he looked, and he signed the thing, and then one of the promoters was like, hey, this is the guy who was next. You know, he, he kind of got stuck there, and he's like, oh. Well, thanks for being cool, brother. And he puts his hand out, and it was the size of a, a desk. I can only imagine. I mean, it's got to be gigantic. Do you know the submarine in the in the Museum of Science and Industry? Oh, yeah. The his, U-boat. His hand was the size of a U-boat. Wow. That's so, doing pretty well. Dude, dude's a big guy. But 24-inch pythons, U-boat-sized hands. That Weird looking. It, it looks weird, but it works. That's how I kicked off my WrestleMania week. Did anybody? Great way to kick it off. Yeah, Absolutely you. fantastic. Was there anybody uh, of the wrestlers who signed the book? So you got Flair, Hogan, and Hart, right? Flair, Hogan, Jimmy Hart, Jake the Snake Roberts, and, uh, and then that other guy. Gizarni. Gizarni. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Woo! Um, how, what's the general reaction? Man? I'm sure it's quick, but there's, there's got to be like a, oh, wow. No, no. No, oh, Never. wow, here's the, the encyclopedia. No, I imagine. Wants that. So you're not the only I one. imagine I'm not the only guy. As a matter of fact, I saw another guy with the encyclopedia out there, and his was like an older edition. Oh, wow. So That's neat. You're like, yeah. hey, buddy, get with the fucking time. Yeah, right. I'm, that thing's obsolete. You're getting assigned. Yours is going to be good yeah. forever. No, you're worth nothing, baby. <laughs> worth nothing. And then I'm starting to think about the cost going into these autographs. Oh, my gosh. You're, what you're going to end up spending on this thing, because you'll get other guys. Right. You're like, oh, 20 bucks. I'll Boom. get some cheap guys. Right. right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm paying for the big stars, but I'm mean, the cheap guys. But Honky Tonk Man's 25 bucks. There'll be All an right. opportunity. I apologize that I didn't think about it, Al. I know, I know I brought it up after the fact. When you think about sales, you always want to triple your cost. So right. I don't think I'm ever selling this book because this book is now worth almost $900 if you include so far, the cost of the book. Currently $900 yeah. is the tax. If someone wanted to buy it off of me, it would be $900. Wow. And you, you – no, no offense, but in the out of the amount of people in this book, wrestlers, and if yeah. anybody's been on WWF, WWE TV, is in this book, the amount that you have signed already, uh, 
doesn't compare to the amount in. No, but four Hall of Famers. You, you, you've been you've knocked on the door. Oh, you have some great signatures. I'm not I'm not arguing against that. Right. I mean, that arguably have the two biggest. That's the Undertaker. Uh, those uh, Flair was WCW's real world's champion. Hogan WWF. I think he had the two biggest guys. Yeah. And then of course Flair came to. Flair w- yeah. was a world champion, my man. He won the Royal right. Rumble the WCW, for the title. The real. He's the, the real, real world. Right. That the, was my plan. The going, world championship, the world title, the world heavyweight title. That was my plan going into the room. I was gonna, I was gonna go. I was gonna look at Hogan and go, "Hey, what's up, champ?" And I was gonna look at Flair and go, "Hey, what's up, real world champ?" Oh boy. But that, you know, I, that didn't happen. No, I was too damn no, tired, no. and they didn't give it. Were you in a separate room at that time? They put you in a little tent. Okay. It's like a tented off area. Who else did you see? Like star wise, Jim Kelly or um, James Lofton. Okay. Jerome Bettis. Um, you saw An- Anton- Antonio Brown, Bob Lilly, Jim McMahon, mm-hmm. uh, Marv Levy. Oh, wow. nice little old man. You said Marv Levy's holding up pretty well. Yeah, yeah, he looks good. Good, glad to hear it. That's and cool. I think I think he had a Bears hat on too. Did he? I think he did. Good Bears fan. There were because I think James Lofton was there and uh, uh, Marv Levy. A lot of Bills people, like a lot of guys dressed in all bull, uh, oh, Bill okay. stuff. And then yeah. there's like the there's there are like crazy guys. Like there was a black guy who had head to foot Steelers gear on. Like he had Steeler colored shoes. He had like sweatpants with every Steeler logo. Trying to hug Antonio Brown over there. They did. Stuff. They did. Yeah, they did do. Um, there like might a, have been another Steeler or two too. Like one of the old timers from the Steel Curtain. Well, Jerome Bettis. Yeah, there there might have been. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some Lynn Swan or somebody similar. Lynn Swan was there last time. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's a good one. It's amazing to me that that many great stars will do these big shows. Big money. And I wonder brother. how. Sure. I wonder how much they're often they're doing it. I understand why guys like Hogan and Flair are. The money's not there anymore. Is it the same way with these other guys? Well, one, I think Flair is broke. We know Peyton Manning. Flair just broke. spends money like crazy. But here's the deal: if you're Peyton Manning, and somebody said it's the off season, you got nothing going on. Someone's like, hey. I'll give you $100,000 to sign autographs for three hours in Rosemont, Illinois. Would you take the trip to Chicago and do it? Yes. I mean, it's easy yes. for us to say yes now because we're not zillionaires, which right. he is. But right. he seems to care about money. I mean, he owns pizza places. He invests. He's trying to grow as well. He owns pizza places? Peyton Manning? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he? Jimmy so. John's, right? Yeah. Or, or uh, no, what's that no, obnoxious guy? It, it was Peyton Manning, Jimmy John's. Or Not uh, Jimmy John's. Uh, Papa John's. Papa John's. Whatever. Jag off. Different John. I don't, you know what, me and Papa John. He bought those in Colorado right after Colorado uh, made right. recreational marijuana legal. Because he, he knew that it's, that's what happens. It's brilliant, really. Yeah. That's the one thing, man. You can't. Here's the one thing I've learned in life, and this is a very important life lesson. This is I don't know if this is a sports lesson or not. You cannot smoke pot and have cereal. In your house, is it that's the case? Yeah, like you will go through a box in two days minimum. But then you're calling Papa John's. No, no, I mean you know keep load the house up with the healthy stuff, but never have cereal. Never loading the house up do... with a lot of things like a a lot of popcorn, a lot of the skinny pop, skinny pop, that can get yeah, you through a lot. Low calorie, lots of flavor is what you're looking. Even for. like some carrot sticks and ranch. Here's the deal. You're going to eat your carrot sticks and ranch, and you're going to be done. It, you cannot eat just one bowl of cereal. Al Larcher, you could start a movement here. You could help all all the guys that are out there smoking their pot at home right now, you know, sitting on the couch. You can motivate. I could. Help, I mean, Learn I could, how to eat. Learn I, how to do this. I could be the Richard Simmons of the weed world. Got it. 
you got it covered. I saw a guy today uh, at 7-Eleven at 11.30 a.m. Mm. purchasing a six-pack of PBR mm. and rolling papers. Okay. That's a fellow who knows exactly what time it is. <laughs> it's 11.30. He's like, I gotta, it, I'm got. i off today. i got to wait until noon. Yeah. Got to wait till noon. So. Well, he probably just woke up. Sure. I mean, that's early morning. Yeah. So I was thinking unemployed. Then I thought maybe teacher because it might be spring break, but yeah. it's not. Teachers smoke a lot of weed. Yes. Have you noticed that? Yes, I have. Yeah. The older I get, the more and I, I feel realize. bad talking about it because are we selling out teachers now? Like, no, is, I think it's that, pretty. Is the anti-marijuana movement going to be pissed? Any of my friends who are teachers, lawyers, right, and doctors a lot. Oh. People in the medical world. But yeah. you would think those people would be getting drug tested, but I teachers think, is a no. Teachers don't get drug tested. I don't think so. Maybe once a year. Maybe in the beginning. I don't know. Maybe it's like NFL or yeah, NBA, right, where they they do it once just to do it. I don't know. We'll see. Huh. It's going somewhere. Is that process going to slow down uh, nationally uh, if if the the right Republican fella gets the White House? What's that? Um, the the marijuana legal legalization of marijuana. Oh no, that's not, it's nobody. Everybody it's knows happening. the benefit. Yeah, you're right. Republicans know money, man. You're right. And there's money in there. You're right. That's all it takes is the money, and they've seen the money happening out there. Speaking about money, money changes morals. More money changes the way you think. What do you think of the Bears signing this? Uh, this you know this guy's got a checkered past. This Mason Foster, who comes from the Buccaneers. Who you know you know pirates? Mason Foster's not the guy. I don't trust any guy who was a Buccaneer. Tell me about him. Do you know anything about Mason Foster from the Bucks? He he was a good uh, linebacker. Yeah, there we go. And uh, he he's nothing but a a troublemaker, right? Everybody wears the Buccaneers logo. He's the only one of the three that's not Larcher. What are you talking about? And then you get this this great defensive end Ray McDonald, and man, this kid, you know, as as a son of a son of a McDonald, stand up fella. You know, I listen. I don't know what he does in his personal life, but as a football player, he is a stand-up end. You know, you put him right on that end, and he'll stand up, and he'll yep. he'll make All some right. tackles, and he'll add some pressure, and he'll stop the run. I'm, you know, what I have no problem with this signing. Our old friend Jason Ferrari is now writing for ShyCitySports dot com. His blog led to another blog. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he he says that. Uh, Ray McDonald is a definite day one starter. His defense. Absolutely. He's Being probably the, the best guy we Vic got. Fangio. Uh, Jarvis Jenkson has a shot at starting, he thinks. The other defensive end they got from the Redskins. That fellow there had some on and off field issues going on. Oh, yeah. The Redskin name, you can't say it. Injuries for him. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh okay. We, we we should make him like a Bears Redskins logo or something. Yeah. We, we could use the Redskins anyway. We can have an Indian. Oh, I was going to say an Indian skinning a bear, but that would be bad for the Bears. Right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want that. No, you you don't want that. And I, I don't think it'd be right to go the other way around at this time. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, probably not. Uh, Jarvis Jenkins, though, this fella, 26, okay. he's injured quite a bit. Like the age? He's been getting injured. I do like the age. If the money's but, right, why not? Right. You know? If the money's right, yeah, you might as well. And he knows the system. They're, they're filling holes with people who have played 3-4, right? Right. That's that's the bottom line. I mean, they're recreating a defense. They're rebuilding a new Different defense. It's going to take a lot of pieces, and that's what they're out there doing. And yeah, you know Look, they got to. I know this McDonald fella has allegedly had some issues with domestic violence and whatnot. Apparently, he uh, he's been exonerated on a lot of those, on all of them, I believe. There's still one pending. One and, pending, uh, but that's the one that he's going to sue the gal. 
I don't. I listen. I don't know. We're going defamation of character because he has videos, security videos, apparently of them in activity. Right. All I all I know on this story is I've been hearing from boards and Bernstein. Oh, they're pissed. And it's just like you know what? Shut the hell up. They jump on those things so much all the time. It's It's so annoying. Penn State. It's uh, Iowa. And yeah, it's bullshit. Some of these things happening, but with this guy, I I don't think they're giving him the proper benefit. Apparently, she said this happened that night, but the next day there's security footage of them uh, interacting again, at least like five times or something. Yeah, so, I I mean that's I, all I know. Who they, cares? They read the text statement, and that's all I got. And it seemed like he was in, you know. Well, it was iffy both ways, and in that situation, I mean, as a society, we should probably always side with the woman. Right. You know what I mean? Well, uh, maybe I well, might be an unpopular, larger decision. I might a couple Clark bars might have just opened uh, in the neighborhood, but very well uh, could have. Hey, but no, you, man, you can have Clark bars. Clark bars help alcoholics. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't necessarily need a Clark bar to be an alcoholic. No, no, you don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, I I hear you. Um. So, anyways, this this guy, yeah, he's got a checkered pass, and I I don't like that. I mean, I wish we could have a team. I, you know what I really I wish? Either. I wish the Vatican would start training football players, and maybe we could get some real saints, not not from New Orleans, but some actual saints to play there football. Go. There you go. And uh, you know, some guys who are considered uh, wonderful people, and they could come and they could play. But right now, unfortunately. Uh, there's thugs in the game, and we've accepted it. We know it. We cherish these people. You know, it's uh, Lawrence Taylor is, is an icon. They gave Brandon Marshall a second chance recently. You know? Ray Lewis is preaching to us on on, on football programs. Yes, he is. And yeah. the man, the man was involved in murder. Right. Okay. Murder. Right. 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 right, right. So, what the hell do you want? Not from everybody me as a in this world player? is a perfect human being. You want and me to people, give a damn? There's people in everybody's career, Al, who. Who are these people, these criminals? Right. I mean, it's out there. It happens. I mean, listen, if you take, if, if you went ahead and you, you drug screen, con- look at all the disgusting, disgusting, despicable, dishonorable, horrible human beings in United States politics. I mean, you see these people and uh, look at this kid, the, the Republican here in uh, Illinois. He was the youngest guy ever to go to the Senate. Like Wait, which, he was, which fellow? He, he, I don't know. I don't know names. What do you want? You, okay. I can't even get there. So there's some me, guy right? who's young and he's in the Senate. He's in the Senate. He's he was the youngest. You remember he was like the youngest mayor in the, the United States. He was like 18 and he won mayorship here in Illinois. Maybe. It sounds familiar. And then I don't he know moved on to the House. And, uh, you know, this guy was the next, the future star of the Republican Party. I mean, a kid from day one in politics. He just got thrown out because he was embezzling money. You know, if anybody else wants to read more about it, you probably gave enough information for somebody. Just Google. To, they can find know, it on Google, right? They'll just, know the rest of the story. We don't want to turn this into, we, we'll turn this into anything except a political show. This is true. You know, I mean, well, well, Chewy, if he keeps calling in, oh, Chewy might. Uh, Chewy's on, oh, he's he's on deck today. Are you definitely. I didn't know that. Yeah, it might be a Chewy we, call. We didn't bring it up pre-show, so I didn't know. What's he doing? Well, you I don't know. know me, Chewy. I've been kind of pissy with the NFL yeah. as of late. I'm not happy about it, and a lot of it stems from uh, them taking over the park for a while, and it's gonna make my day-to-day job a little more difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of that's there. And, and, and the brainwashing you received and the, in Arizona. Uh, and all of Arizona. the violence and all of that with them. And baseball is happening. It's good. The Bears weren't so great last year. But I don't know. I, I don't think that um, – Wait a minute. I think that Wait a minute. Hold on. actions will be taken at this point. The Bears were not so good last year? If found just. 
You're a Cubs fan. The Cubs haven't been good in a hundred years, Clark. They've been good in a hundred years. You, uh, how come you're not bemoaning the uh, baseball World like Series, this? 69 Cubs, pretty good team. 2003 Cubs that were damn near in the World Series. I don't remember. Good that. teams. Was that the guy with the baseball? You can't the, say they're not good teams. Was that the fan it. who caught the ball? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was that night. <laughs> what a great year. I Fans catch it. balls that's, all the time, Al. That, that's all, Steve Bartman. It happens all the time. That could have been any game. You know what? If I can change my life with anybody, it might be Steve Bartman. You're going to sit here and talk about Steve Barton with George Washington hanging on the wall. Or and Garth Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, and Garth is – look at him staring at you. I love that. You're not going to have it. you got the Garth Brooks. not going to have it. And the George – the two Gs on one wall. Yep. The OGs are right there. That's the OG corner. Yep. So, hey, how how do you like your, your honky-tonk man autograph there? I'm loving it. And Jake rattling and rolling with it. Um. So are you coming back to football, or, or is this? Are you still? Uh... I'm obviously paying attention. Come on, okay. It's hard to. I'm. I'm not going to get into the draft. You're not going to try to get. It. Are you going to try to get in the raffle to get into the draft? Yes, I will. Okay, I'll try to get into. The, there was a line a couple of days ago. They were lining up uh, to go what? To get tickets. You get, can't you, buy tickets. No, no, no. There was a whole thing on Tuesday. I was busy driving all day. People waited in line to buy tickets. There's only like 3,000 available. That's what it holds. But they're not selling tickets. They sold them. No, you missed it. Since the last time we talked last week or when Billy was on, it, the, the information was released. I got the released. email from them. The information was released, and Tuesday they gave it out. You can do some research on it. I did they research. Did. They, they never sold tickets. Your buddy Danny Mack is back on the old radio. <laughs> I got to hear yeah. him the other morning driving out to Kirkland early. I have not listened to that he show. And How is it? It's not at the wrong time for you, for one. Yeah. Um, they did a little bit of... Of sports talk, it's a, they have album madness right now. Album cover madness on that station. Yeah, so they're talking about album covers. Okay, I like which that. Which that could be pretty cool. Yeah, you should you should like look it up and see how they're doing with it. But uh, then they started talking about how the draft was at the United Center. Both he and McMurray, it's McMurray and McNeil. You know, mm-hmm. they both were the whole time talking about how it was going to be at the United Center. I was like, wait a minute, it's not at the United Center. Weird. It's at the Auditorium Theater, and they never corrected it. So I don't know if it was like, hey. Yeah, where, where's it at? None of them knew because they don't. It's not like they have sports people around them. Yeah. The producers aren't sports people. Wow, I'm sure. So there was no one to double check it. But yeah, they they never even went back to it. I never heard. I listened to like three more segments, and I I never heard him bring it up. Weird. And, and apologize for it. I tweeted it, Danny Mac. He tweeted back at me. He had fun with it. Yeah. I said, uh, I was like, well, the auditorium theater holds three thousand, not the thirty thousand you were talking about for the United Center. And he tweeted back. I thought we were talking about Northerly Island. <laughs> All right, Danny, that's funny. It was cool. And he liked my tweet. I told him we like having him back on. Awesome. Uh, this is the last email I've gotten because I, I, I was the idiot. I was the dipshit who signed up to the auditorium theater uh, thing. I'm going to find it. They, right. they, they put a thing out there like, go to this website, sign up, and we'll tell you when to get draft tickets. And here's what I get every day. Here, here's the latest. The Legend of Zelda, Symphony of the Goddesses concert series is the back Ballet. with a third installment. Are they doing their Jeffrey Ballet? Is that what it Not is? Not even. Is it it's Roosevelt. Zelda. <laughs> the freaking yeah. video game orchestra. Yep. What the hell is going on there? Dancing? Zelda dance? I'm, okay. I, this is horrible. Published March 23rd uh, from NFL.com. Fan guidelines for attending the NFL draft in Auditorium Theater and Selection Square. Um... Fans over 18 years of age who are interested in attending the draft may register. Chance to win admission. One guest 
or with a chance to win admission for themselves and one guest being Tuesday, March 24th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right. Until April 5th. Oh, you can jump into this now. Right. They're having a draft for the draft. Oh, I got bad information. Yeah, your information blows, man. Well, it was, you should listen to me once in a while. I'm getting the info for somebody else. Uh, they're doing part of the draft out there in Selection Square in the middle of Grant Park. You know, JB made a, uh, brought up a point. What is his point? That because they're changing, you know about the Buckingham Fountain, I, I assume being a tour guide. I know about Buckingham Fountain. Do you know what they're doing with the draft? What are they going to, what are they doing? Every team gets their lights when it's their pick. Oh. So the Packers, his point was the Packers, are gonna, they're going to be lighting it with Packer color, Buckingham Fountain. Ah, that's part of the. Got to do it. Do you think maybe you can't tell me they didn't have something similar like that at Radio City Music Hall? I'm not going to be a meathead and be upset about this. All right. If if this draft is actually good for the city as a whole, you got to accept that. You can't be a fan about that. You've got to be happy for Chicago still. Oh, wait a minute, Clark. Guess what? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's. I don't think. Hey, Clark. I didn't even hit the button. Hey, Clark. No. He, he, Al's got a button for me, man. Uh. Jesus, Al. Hey, I was trying to tell you about the draft a couple of weeks Wait. ago, and you cut me off. No, la- last week when James was here, you were telling us about the draft. Yeah, you were talking about the draft, like see, it's a bad thing. See, when Julie's mayor, uh-huh. I'm not going to allow them to change it to Packer colors. Why? Because I'm not a Packer, man. I'm a Bears fan. What? I'm Chicago, man. You got to let them change it to that. Uh, when's the, the elections before the draft? Right? Yeah, man. Yeah. When I win, I'm changing. You plan on being mayor for the NFL draft this year? Yes. Yeah, Rahm Emanuel screwed up the whole draft. What city has a draft last for a week, draft? Last, last week you were going to get rid of the draft. No, I'm not getting because I thought we were drafting people to the wars, man. Okay, Chewie. Now I got the information. Chewie, that would have been some helpful information for you. That is correct. Okay. So now, you and the mayor. You're well. You're you're going to be the mayor. Hey Clark, and you're going to go out there with Commissioner Goodell, and you're going to—are you going to announce the Bears draft pick? I am going to shine up my mustache, man. Hey, listen. Okay, so you know how this city works, right? I, yeah. There's three thousand tickets, and they're supposed to be work. the only way to get a ticket is to enter a draft to get into the draft. Uh, raffle. Yeah. You enter a raffle. Yeah. You don't think you don't think all those tickets are going to be going to all the rich gringos? Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, absolutely. Rami Emanuel and his buddies are going to get tickets. Actually, like, if, if it's known that your household is mainly Spanish-speaking, when you go to the URL, it actually takes you to a fake uh, sign-up. They don't, they don't even allow you to Yeah, no, up. they take you to a soccer Chewy, thing. They, won't they think they're funny. Up. It's based on names and stuff. They're like, nope, here, we'll give you tickets for MLS. Uh, Garcia isn't getting in there, I'll tell you that much. Who? Garcia, man. Why? Because you said that names get redirected. They do. They do. It, it's more about the URL. Hey, Clark. Ah, Chewy, why are you here? Hey, make sure you vote for me. I gotta go, man. Huh? I, I gotta go. I gotta be honest. I'm not so sure I'm voting for you. Al, Al, you gonna vote for the man? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna vote for Chewy. Definitely. It's a mate. Chewy, you still there? No, yeah, man. I'm gonna go nowhere. No, you're gonna go somewhere. Next time, like, how do you, what line do you find? What, what is that line that you call on? Huh? How, how do you, you let yourself in? Or, Al, were you doing that? Did you let him on? Yeah, he's got, I got the special uh, green line. Uh, goes right for Chewy and because uh, we're gonna get the green ca- the green lights and get rid of the red lights. All right, Chewy, thanks for joining us. All tonight. right, Clark, hey, we're gonna make sure you vote Chewy and gonna... uh, wow. And you and remember, no no green light on the Buckingham Fountain when Chewy gets elected, man. Right. Okay. Well, Chewy, uh, thanks again for the call and uh, hanging up. Doors closing. <laughs>
no way he can come back. Al, all right. How the hell does he do that every time? It's amazing to me that that Chewy knows exactly when to call in. Like he feels it. Is he well, listening to the show? No, I have him on uh, my phone. And but as he, soon as there's a, a moment, talking about the NFL draft, and he's like, "Boom! There's a good moment for me to jump in." It's amazing. How he's, there. he's upset. They're changing the color of uh, fountains. Was Was JB upset about it? I don't think he was upset about do you it. You need to. Do you need to move it. What What are we? Doing? No, no. My My feeling was kind of like yours. Like I, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Same here. Same here. 888-787-4827 is the phone number. If you're listening live, we do appreciate it. I, I see they're listening to us out there in Kirkland, Illinois tonight. Oh, lovely. Yeah, there's some people there on live. Uh, we appreciate you on the podcast. You could also text us. Kirkland's always a great place to go to that diner. What's that diner? Yeah, the, the Kirkland Family Restaurant. The Family Restaurant. Tuesday right. morning, went there with uh, with my mother and my nephew. Or or you could take us to the diner in Bourbon A. That biscuits and gravy. Oh, that that smells like the Blackhawks. Oh, it, uh, it smelled like or, the Blackhawks locker room. No, not the Blackhawks. The uh, Wolves. Uh, yes. luxury box. Yes, it did. Um, yeah. the text number seven seven three five five nine five one eight nine. That's seven seven three five five nine five one eight nine. And how about the big news? Uh, WrestleMania thirty one's coming up. It is this Sunday. Boom! Uh, a San Francisco affair. If you will, yeah, Santa Clara, maybe, right, right outside of San Francisco, in in the San Francisco Forty Nine ers Stadium, WrestleMania Thirty One. So what we're doing that night, fans of the Larcher and Lawrenson Sports Show, you alcoholics out there, then all of you lovely Clark Bars, you're gonna have the chance to listen to us after WrestleMania Thirty One. We're gonna be doing a post show. Boom. Yeah, we got uh, prime spot. Yeah, prime spot in the lineup on Blog Talk Radio that night. You can check it out. You can go and listen to us. Immediately following, we will be jumping on to discuss the evening's actions where you can call in. We're going to do it. Nobody's screening your call. No. We're just going to answer. It is going to be no holds barred, straight up. You want to tell me what you think about WrestleMania? You know, if, if it's the worst thing you've ever seen, fine. Let's hear it. I mean, if it's the best thing you've ever seen, if you like certain matches, call up. We're going to have some fun with this. You know, uh, you know it's just going to be... We'll be good times. We'll take your call from Kirkland. We'll take your call from Chicago. We'll take your call from the Phoenix, Arizona metro area, wherever you are. And you could be in Bristol, Connecticut. What we're going to be talking about, what we're going to be saying, is how my guy, Brock Lesnar, retains his title against this dope, this unqualified uh, little amateur, Rock's cousin, uh-huh. Roman Reigns. And uh, I think Vince McMahon has woken up. I think he smells the coffee. He just signed Brock Lesnar on ESPN yesterday. Yeah. I got word right now. It's now they finally released the years. It's a three-year deal. Okay. So they signed him to a three-year deal. He's retired from the UFC. Brock Lesnar is going to win this title. He's going to hold that title maybe the entire year again going into WrestleMania in Houston. Is he still, he's still not going to show up too often. No. Because he said he's getting full-time money. And, uh, yeah, part-time, part-time hours. Uh, I think he's going to be at most of the pay-per-views this time. I think we'll see him more this year than you did last year. I think you will actually see him at pay-per-views yeah. and stuff. I think the deal in the past was based on um, appearances. I don't know if that's still the deal. I think he might have signed a salad like, hey, I need to appear this many times a year. You have to be to this many shows yeah. so every year. Maybe nine, you know, ten pay-per-views a year. Give him two months off. Oh, you don't think he skips pay-per-views? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He about it. There's been a lot of pay-per-views right. this year without him. Yeah. There's been months without a title defense. No, the, you're very true. It's amazing. And that's got to build up resentment. A little in bit. In the locker. It has to. 
But I think no one, doubt about it. But he can demand it, and he makes the money. Do you blame I, a guy? No, for not traveling that much. No, he's at home with his wife Sable. Sable Is that his Merrill? wife? Yes. Oh, I forgot that. I know. I had forgotten that too. Wow. Shit, I meant to bring it up weeks ago on the show. Isn't that crazy? She's a cougar. She's been man. gone forever. She's a lot. She's a lot older than him too. I think. Yeah, she a little bit. Like she met when he. They met when he was. She was on her way out when he was still wrestling dark matches. I think. Merrill, right? She was with yeah, uh, yeah. Mark Merrill for a while. Yeah, but they're married. So when he had the whole diverticulitis somewhere in Canada on a honey trip, yeah, and they talked about his wife back home in Minnesota, Sable. Wow, I completely didn't think about it. They've been married for a long time now. Are you going to I, wiki on it? Oh my god! She oh, you're good. just looking her up. Forty-seven. We'll put it on our page. Or you? How about you just Google it? Because I'll probably forget to put it on our page. She's forty-seven. He's about our age. Yes. He's like 35. Yeah, 36, 35. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe a little, like 38. So he's about 10 years apart. Wow. She still looks good. Oh, yeah. Hold up. All right. She she, uh, she appeared somewhere in the last five years or something, but nowhere. They married in 06. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's a decent decent couple of years. Wow. Well, good for uh, Brock Lesnar. I mean, what's not to like about this guy? And that's that's the controversy going into this WrestleMania. Is he going to be a good guy coming out of WrestleMania? Right. And you brought that up to me earlier. We were watching uh, his most recent thing, and he was you were telling me he was getting pops. Yeah, yeah. The fans like him. Well, I mean, people are cheering him. Then the time could be now. You, you mentioned earlier, can he be as good of a face as he is a heel? And can he leave Paul Heyman? And you, your answer to me is absolutely. See, and, and I'm still a bit concerned. About it. Roman Reigns will definitely benefit from a Paul Heyman. Yeah. So if oh, they absolutely. pull the double switch. Absolutely. If if Paul Heyman hits Brock Brock Lesnar with something, yeah. you think he'd lose? I know you have another idea for him to not lose, but... Well, no, I could see that. If Brock Lesnar loses because Paul Heyman double-crosses him, then you get a rematch. Now, you, have a, you don't need a manager. You have an angry guy who the fans like because he's a real athlete. Right. Just gets screwed, and now he's coming. This monster, this beast, he has been unleashed on his own by the rage inside of him. Then he's going to go up, and he's going to step up against his fake champion, Roman Reigns, and just destroy him. Right. I'm, I'm watching that pay-per-view. Oh, I'm excited. So you can, yeah. absolutely. You can have right. Roman Reigns win, and Brock Lesnar get screwed. But you could also have Paul Heyman double-cross him, and just like in the triple threat match with Rollins, which was the best match of the night with Rollins and Cena that last time. Yeah. Uh, he can fight his way through it. Sure. Like he did. Yeah. Because he's the beast. He is a an absolute beast. And then imagine that. If the fans see uh, Heyman turn on him, now they're now they're excited. They're cheering Brock. And then Brock pulls through and wins that match, yep. holding up that title. Yep. That's the best baby face you've had since Steve Austin. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> they can do it. They really could. We'll see what happens. Yeah, do you think there's a chance that uh, Dana White and the UFC – never really had intentions like maybe Dana and Brock were like, Hey, we'll act like that's the rumor. This is the deal. Yeah. Because I don't think Brock had any intentions to go back. I think it was all leverage for money. That well that's the rumor that he was just trying to get bigger pay. And good for him. I yeah, mean, I mean it's a smart move. It's it's yeah. a smart businessman. There's very few guys in wrestling worth. that have two competing companies. That was probably the walkout nowadays. right. The walkout was probably, hey listen, we don't think you're really gonna get this deal or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, when, when Brock else? was there and left, I had heard he wasn't supposed to be on, and that might have just been some information leaked purposely. Right. 
And maybe it was just, just maybe they were just telling a story. I mean, that's wrestling. You never know. I mean, it's it's the old carny business. No, uh, you got to see him for the first time. You've never heard the man talk. The Sting guy. Yeah, the, earlier we, we oh, caught the promo. They, what a dud! It was a good promo. Yeah, they do Ste- a fine. They're professionals. Stephanie McMahon was amazing. She was great. Uh, um, that sledgehammer move. Her rising. Where she with rises up with her with evil eyes. face. Oh, Steph. Hilarious. Good work by her. And I also, uh, the entrance that Triple H had coming in during that promo. Yeah. Where he's taking the suit off because, uh-oh, you don't put your fucking hands on my wife. No. Do not touch Stephanie. Mc- oh, he'd have been pissed back in the day at Undertaker. Sure. Remember when Undertaker kidnapped her? Yeah. Oh, shit. Very angry Whew. about that. Uh, yeah. No. What, point being... I almost lost it. There it is. There it is. Yeah. It's completely different, his entrance there, than it's going to be Sunday night. And you brought something up that they're they're planning on doing. Should we spoil spoil or alert about Triple H's entrance? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't Guys, get, I skip didn't ahead 15, 20 seconds here but, because uh, Al Archer, breaking, uh, breaking news. We don't need a lot of details. I think the detail I heard Well, was I don't it. have a lot of details, but somehow the WWE is involved with the new Terminator movie. And uh, that's probably why Arnold Schwarzenegger is going into the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, um, it's probably all a promotional deal. And uh, something involving Triple H's entrance has to be tied in with Terminator to promote the movie. They paid them extra for it. Product placement. So, com- <laughs> oh, they're they're doing well. So Triple H might come out as Terminator this. <laughs> Who knows? Absolutely brilliant. He could. He very well might. With a quick, I'll be back. Yeah. They need to keep Arnold on the big screen, though, so he looks bigger. He's just too short in that ring. It might it might actually be that. I mean, I think maybe Arnold comes out with him wearing, like, a leather jacket. Right, 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 right. Walks him to the ring. How about a but mini wrestling ring? Mini rolling mini, wrestling. I love the mini rolling wrestling. Why don't wrestling. they bring that back? They need to bring it back. But here's the, here's the deal with, uh, with the problem with this. Now you start thinking about a, a bigger picture. Let's get out of the wrestling world for a minute. You have Triple H who's going against Sting. Sting is supposed to be the good guy in this deal. Yeah. Now you have Triple H coming out with Arnold Schwarzenegger, or you're tying in the Terminator movie, and, like, this is supposed to be a good guy coming out in but, Triple H. Right, but the, the lines are blurred completely in today's today's wrestling world. In pro wrestling, as Steve well, Austin will call it, or in sports entertainment. I think that's when you cheat the fans, that they catch on. They, they don't like right. that, and it makes it harder for Sting to get over. But Me, there's currently a lot of... Triple H fans out Me there. as a WWE fan, I have no reason to like Sting See, at all. And since you don't, I'm pulling for Sting. Well, I, I know, and Sting Sting's should great. win. How can you not like him? Without Sting, there would be no Ultimate Warrior. Huh. So Sting had a big hand in it. Uh, one has nothing to do with the he other. He and Warrior came out together. I know they came they out were, together. But without him, they to both do. joined at the same time with the same deal. They were bodybuilders. Right. And if they hadn't been together, neither one of them would have probably... They, together, they were enough. They needed to be a tag team then to get to that level. Together, yeah. they made the jump. You think so? You think that They was... might have never made it. All right. You can't tell me that he could have. So Marty Jannetty made, uh, helped make you Shawn Michaels. Without Marty Jannetty, there'd be no Shawn Michaels. Are you shitting me? You know that's true. <laughs> okay. No, I don't. I think Without Michaels... Eric Bischoff, Vince McMahon wouldn't be where he is today. Um, Wrestling would not be where it was without Eric Bischoff, which is terrible to say because I'm not an Eric Bischoff fan. Yeah, I don't I... Totally disagree with that. I think somebody else would have been in there, and but I think WCW was important for wrestling. Um, oh man, I had I had something, I just lost it. That's all right. We we can we can keep thinking about it. Write it down if you if you need to. I don't. 
I have no bills laying on the table right now. I also I got to get your real paper over there. Yeah, right. I need, I need some bills to write on. Uh, uh, let's see. You think anything of that big, um, the four way tag team match? That's going to be on the actual actual show, the Fatal Four Way. Tyson Kidd and Cicero, they could do it. Yeah. Uh, and they're the champs, of course. And uh, the Los Matadores, uh, the New Day, those kids, mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston, Big E, uh, and then the Usos. Those are the four in that thing. That could go anywhere. I don't think they'll give it back to the Usos so quick. And do you feel that the tag team is gaining any momentum? Because no. it's been down for a long no. time. No, I would. You know what? I if I if I had. I mean, they killed the hardcore. They killed the the cruiserweight stuff. Is this going to? And they're just going to go back to one league. See, here's the problem. I go back when I watch these old pay per views and when I watch old wrestling. Tag team wrestling's so good. It was. It's good. so exciting. Yeah. It's a whole different element. It feels more like a sport. Did you need the attitude? The attitude era kept it going, and you probably weren't too big of a fan of that, like the the 3D and all of no, that. No, I thought going through tables and all that shit. They destroyed tag team wrestling. That was the end. Okay, it never recovered Could have been. from that. Could have been. Yeah, everyone wanted you used to a have table like high or... flying tag teams before that. They, right, your rockers, the, and then the Midnight Express. The tag teams were a big deal. Yeah. Demolition, was Legion a big of Doom. Deal. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, and they haven't had it for a while. The Heart Foundation. Now. The ones that you said destroy it, they took a long time destroying it. They were at the top for a while. Sure. They they put on great matches. I mean, if I was the WWE, I would bring back a guy who was a great tag team wrestler, and I would have him run the tag team division on air. Like, hey, tag team wrestling's bad. We're starting over. We're having a draft. We need X amount of teams. You know, you guys think about it. Who wants to be a tag team? And then you get guys like Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, you know, forming a team. Maybe you get John Cena, you know, decides to enter the tag team division with somebody. There you go. And and you actually build tag team wrestling back up. Because right now it's dead. I don't care about that match. I hope Cesaro and Kidd win just to hold the titles and maybe try to do something with them. Yeah. Hey, we got a couple more matchups to talk about. But, uh, again, I just want to let you know about the WrestleMania 31 post-show. Yeah. We'll be on live immediately following the broadcast on WWE Network. This Sunday, immediately following the WWE WrestleMania. non-wrestling fan, if you haven't come back to it at all, just get the WWE Network for one month. All you got to do is spend nine ninety nine on it, and you can watch WrestleMania. It's not going to cost you 70 bucks. It's not going to cost you that anymore. And you can watch it on your TV just like you do Netflix and all that right, stuff. Right, exactly. Which, you know, it, I, it Some people don't out. get that, but... Um, yeah, after WrestleMania, we're going to be on free of charge. You call in, you tell us what you think of WrestleMania. No holds barred, but that night we'll have a tele- we'll, we'll have a number for you. But we also are just introducing our voicemail line, and oh. it's the no holds barred. So if you're listening to this whenever, yeah, maybe you're listening to this on Friday, you're on your lunch break, you're in your car, give us a call, leave us a voicemail, and here is the number. It's 773-747-6479. Again, the voicemail number. God, I, I should be like Oakland with it. Call well, the hotline. Uh, no, the voicemail number. Leave us a voicemail at 773-747-6479. My partner, Al Arch, is going to call and leave us a message right now, I believe. I, so I can do it from a regular phone? Yes. This call it from any like phone. I, I don't need anything special. No, I just no, dial nothing special. Dial it with the, with the phone you got. 6479. Yep. Just hit dial. And then hit dial. Do you have a funny voicemail? Um, at this time... It hasn't been set up. I thought about it 10 minutes before the show. Okay. This is good. good. When I asked you about it, that's when I thought it up. I really like this. Okay. So, so people could call the... We'll use it for this week. Yeah. 
Call anytime between now and Sunday evening. You can call during the show and leave us a voicemail. And we'll answer them unfiltered. Unfiltered. We're going unfiltered. No holds barred hotline. Give us a call. Anything you want to ask, we'll answer. That night we'll have a different number for you to call, but right now for the voicemail, last time at 773-747-6479, you can get on the air. Your opinions will be broadcast live on our Larcher and Lawrenson Season 1 WrestleMania postgame show. Hell yeah. Season 1, Episode 119 right here. Well, exciting couple of weeks. We might be starting Season 2. I know it. It's coming. I think 125 episodes per season I think that's is perfect. It's perfect. Actually, to be honest, like your talk shows, yeah. they now list those with their seasons and the episode number. They're, they have episode number 150. Sure. But they're on five times a week. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. We're on once a week. Our one season took three years. Well, hey, to another good three years. There you go. Hey, we, we covered them. We covered the, uh, the Bears. We've covered some WrestleMania. Uh, I want to talk about another match, and it's Rusev oh, yeah, John Cena. I know. You're loving this match. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think that there's a chance that it could it could happen. I don't believe that it will, but I believe there's a chance. There is some belief that it makes sense for Rusev to win this match. Sure. It, be, what, it, what, it, what is behind that belief, my partner? Keep him undefeated. Why not? This guy is gaining heat. I mean, people are really... Respecting him in the locker room, he's respected by the fans. Like people are starting to get legit with this uh, this deal here. And if he beats Cena, wow! Now what? I know it. He could. And then you have Lesnar. If Lesnar wins, you know you have a guy who's going to stop. Now the question really becomes: Who's going to stop Rusev? If Cena's not going to stop Rusev, who Rock becomes? Lesnar. And that becomes an exciting the face question at next year's WrestleMania 32. Could be. This is what you you talked about. Could be. I'd like it, but I don't know. And, and then Cena might end the streak, and, you know, it just feels good. It, all of a sudden, red, white, and blue, um, arm scrunchies rain down from the ceiling, and everybody celebrates, and it's a, it's a grand old time. That's a good WrestleMania feel-good moment, too. So I, Yeah, I completely agree. I, um, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is going to be fun. No one cares. We're down about yeah. six minutes. It'll be fun to watch, whatever. No, I'll take it. Make right. it somewhat quick, exciting enough. I'll take it. Maybe. A chance for everyone to get paid. We'll eat some food and talk during that match or something. I don't know. Uh, Bad News Barrett versus R-Truth versus Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper versus Dolph Ziggler versus Stardust versus Daniel Bryan. For the current champions, Barrett's holding the title. Yeah. Winner takes it. Wow. It's a ladder match. This is going to be an exciting match. This is going to be a high spot match. This is a match you're going to want to sit down for because some crazy shit is going to happen. Um the Intercontinental title has to have some value if Brock Lesnar is to remain champion, which we don't know. Again, we don't know. That's why all of a sudden this WrestleMania got interesting as soon as Brock Lesnar signed because now we don't know who's going to win that match. The fans were shitting on that match so much because it was obvious Lesnar was leaving and then Reigns would win. Yeah. But now that might not happen. So the Intercontinental title, if you're going to have a guy, a champion on TV every week and in house shows, you know, your Intercontinental champion has to be huge. You're right. And again, if Cena, if Cena wins against Rusev, he's the USA champion. There's another champion for your house shows okay. and TV. Okay. And that title's much more valued than... Now, Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. uh, his money in the bank. Yeah. Good up until that match at the Money at the Bank Championship the month following WrestleMania. I think so, yeah. I believe. Uh, 
Does he have to use that for the world belt? No. He can he use it for any, any title. Any title. It's title. a wild card good for any. Yeah. He could get thrown back in that mix. I could see them having some good matches because he's a hell of a wrestler. Sure. You got some good wrestlers in there. That's where the good wrestlers are right now. Well, is Daniel Bryan in that match? Yes, he is. Okay, so Daniel Bryan's your Intercontinental Champion, and now he's feuding with Seth Rollins. It'd be great. That'd, That'd be, be huge. Fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Get, get some credit back behind that one. What if he uh what if he came in and beat Rusev? I'd be so pissed. Yeah. If he took the United States title from Rusev after seeing him beat the hell out of him. That would be amazing oh, too. That'd be, that'd be funny. That could be your last year's Brock Lesnar yeah. moment beating the Undertaker. That actually would be really amazing. Holy shit. Yeah. Yikes. That could uh, anything. Rusev Cena beats I'm Rusev. I'm excited again about WrestleMania. I'm very back. I am too because you know why? Because this isn't like the big star WrestleMania or the amazing match WrestleMania. There's no good, great wrestling matches on this card, but there's a lot of intrigue as to well, what are they going to do? This is the foundation of the future. Yep. AJ Lee and Paige, huh? You probably got them over the uh, the Bella girls who are back together again. Yeah. I, I, you were mad when I fast forwarded through, huh. your, through your girl. I do like Paige. I know you do. You I do like Paige. I didn't know pale girls or vampires is, is your thing. Not really. Nah, definitely. You I don't like a lot that, of blood flowing. I would not things. say really? that that's a thing. Really? I would say it's usually the, quite the opposite. But, but you throw a British accent on it. She's a wrestler. Well, Boom. It makes sense. She's from England. She screams she's, a lot. She's she? pale. Uh, Taker Bray Wyatt. And I, I noted that Taker made the uh, the poster. Mm. Uh, Bray Wyatt did not. Okay. So does Taker start the new streak? <laughs> I think so. Starts <laughs> over. 2-0. He's definitely wrestling next year. I, I think. Yeah, I think well, either you uh, – I think he definitely wrestles his final match at WrestleMania 32. I do too. It makes sense. That's his home. That's his hometown. Does he win? Tonight uh, or uh, Sunday? Yeah. Bray kind of said – or yeah, I think I think he wins. Yeah. Either that or you have him beat up again, and then he comes out and says, I, I don't have it, but I'm going to train for one more match last year. I want to go out with That'd a victory. Be cool. Yeah. Uh, I say that I don't think he's going to lose, but certainly last year I knew he wasn't going to fucking lose. I was on this damn podcast saying this is the biggest waste of a match because right. I know oh, Undertaker's going to win. But then, like, our faces, there were, there were non-people who hadn't even been watching in years yeah. watching with us that night. And we were convinced. They're like, yeah, then I'm convinced, right. too, because they know. They've heard of the streak. Sure. It's everywhere. And it was a big selling point. The fans and us, like our friends watching us react. It was amazing. Lauren was just amazed. Like, cause she's like, God damn, you guys were positive, and I believed you. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we believed. We believed in the taker, and the taker finally failed us. I think it went through. Bray Wyatt's been doing a great job of building it up. And you brought it up on the show before that for Taker to not show up on TV, that's build up. I'm Whoa. excited to see that entrance. Linda's closing us down here. Oh, uh, Linda Lovelace. Hang on. Uh, We'll talk uh, one more match in just a second in the overtime, but right now we got to take care of our sponsors. Sponsors, thank you. Nice. Was that pretty good? Yeah. All right. I'm sure we're All not right. going to get any angry letters from our sponsors. I obviously didn't spend time during the show finding a closing song, so I just went to the same album. It'll work. Is it, uh, no, it's Jack White. Oh. Okay. Uh, Robert exactly. Plant jumped on stage with Black White. Black, Black Jack White. White. Yep. It don't matter if you are. Michael Jackson sang that song. Anyways, it's the Larger Explorers Sports Show, episode 119. Call us. Leave us messages on our voicemail while you're listening or a little bit later. We'll see you at episode 120 next week, but we're definitely going to see you this Sunday night. Thanks for listening on Blog Talk Radio. Boom. That timer's off. 
Ricky Ricardo production. That one took a while. Hey, we're in the overtime, Al. Oh, good. We made. We don't it. always do one. No, and uh, we don't have too much too much time to do one. But uh, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, where's that going? Randy Orton's obviously going to win this. Um, people like Randy Orton. I like Randy Orton. I like Seth Rollins. I think these are two great wrestlers, and I'm gonna, actually going to enjoy this match. Yeah, I will too. Uh, I like Seth Rollins wrestling a lot after yeah. that triple threat match. He yeah, he's he proven up. that was kind of his coming out party. Hey, I got to I got to mention it before we go. Uh, the Chris Bryant stuff with the Cubs. Uh, we we told you about it last week on the show. James and I mentioned it. You know, it's a 162 game season. He has to be down for something like nine games, and you get an entire other season out of him. Right. His agent Scott Boris is on uh, national telecast, which this morning on the Dan Patrick Show. I haven't seen that show in a while. I used to like to watch it. Uh, then I hear him talking about the Cubs, and then I see Scott Boris on, mm. and he's saying things that he has to to get the to to make his client look in the best position possible. Yeah, he's doing his job correctly. Uh, Theo is following the rules. I mean, Theo and Jed Hoyer, they're following the rules. The thing is, Theo tonight, we caught a quick clip over there. Comcast had it. Theo said that the one thing that he's upset about with Scott Boris is that he didn't call him and ask him. Right. Yeah. No. He th- hasn't even asked if he's going to make the team. He just went right to the news. He texted me this morning. He's 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 belligerent over this whole deal. Ah, he is. Uh, and then Theo said that Chris Bryant is the only, is the man who's handling it the best. Yeah. Well, because he's just hitting homers. He's putting them in this position. He's putting everybody in that position to have to make this decision. And it's going to be tough. I'm going opening night. John Lester, they just announced, is going to be limited to pitch count. I think that might have something to do with weather, Al. He has a thing called dead arm. You know how injuries are called in different sports and whatnot. They have one called dead arm. And basically that just is, oh, his, his arm's gotten tired. Yeah, not a good sign. No, no, it's not. Well, my friend. All right. Did you have Did you have one last thing that you want to do uh, to get out there to our listeners on episode 119 in the overtime, which cannot be heard on the live episode, just for the podcast listener? Brock Lesnar. Got your money on him. All right. You heard it here first. That's my partner, Alfred Ferdinand Larger. Not my money. Your money. Right. I don't gamble on wrestling. Somebody's money. Have a good one. Here's Alabama. It's a 40-hour week. Pass it on down the line. Not for fame or fortune do they strive. But the fruits of their labor are worth more than their pay. And it's time a few of them were recognized. Hello. In the factories and the fields 
in the city streets and the quiet country town. Al did a good good thing for the business, and he did a good thing for you, obviously, uh, because he saw something, and he was he was probably probably searching for your passion to see if you really wanted to do this, and or could you be or or are you content that yeah, I tried to do it one time and it didn't work out for me, and I you know whatever. Just to send it on down the line Hello, Westburg, in your coal miner Let me thank you for your time You work a 40-hour week for a living Just to send it on down the line This is for the ones who drive the big rig Up and down the road For the one out in the warehouse This is a Ricky Ricardo production. Hello, America.